So do you hate when someone says to you, hey, you need to get out of your comfort zone? Is it usually means like they're pushing you, peer pressuring you to do something, probably something dumb, right? Like, hey, we're going to go bungee jumping this weekend. You in? And you're like, uh, come on, get out of your comfort zone. We do this with food a lot. Oh, you got to try this. What is it? It's alligator. I don't want to try alligator. Come on, get out of your comfort zone, right? It's always peer pressure related. It's always pushing us to do something, you know, we don't really want to do. But sometimes we need a little push or we'll never change. So today we're going to talk about, for a few minutes, talk about getting outside of our comfort zone and how we love. So the past month or so, we've been talking about love. What does the Bible teach us about love? We talked about how we make a choice. Every time we interact with someone, we make a choice. Am I going to label them or love them? And so often we label people. Like us, not like us. Like us, not like us. And it comes at the cost of just loving them. We talked about how God loves us so much that he adopted us as his own sons and daughters. And so if he loves us that much, we want to love like that. And so we are adopting into our family, into our, our church. We talked about some of the ways we're committed to here at Faith Church, loving the people that we interact with. Today we're going to talk about loving beyond the boundaries of our comfort zone. So 1 Peter 4, verse 8 is where we're going to be. Loving outside the bounds of your comfort zone, it's going to be scary. It's going to be uncomfortable. So we're just going to stick to one verse today, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. If you go to the end of your Bible, make a left turn. Come back a few books, you'll find 1 Peter. Verse 8, here's what it says. It says, above all, love each other deeply. Because love covers over a multitude of sins. And really just one word that I want to talk about, it's the word deeply. In Greek, it's the word ektenes. And this word, one of the ways it can be translated, and I think this is a really cool way that it can be translated, is to stretch. To stretch out. So let me read it again, saying it that way. Above all, stretch your love for each other because love covers over a multitude of sins. So Peter is telling us to love beyond our comfort zone. Whatever love you have to give now, he's challenging us to go deeper, to do, to do more, to go beyond the boundaries that we're comfortable with. You ought to stretch a little bit. You got to stretch your love. We're going to do a little yoga, okay, around how much we can love. Why? Because when love is stretched, then love can grow. So, for example, if you want, like, your body to change, you go, I want to lose a few pounds, you're going to do something about it, right? You're going to do something different. You're going to go to the gym. You're going to eat differently. If you want a promotion at work, you might... Take some night classes, learn a new skill, hone some ability. If you want to grow spiritually, well, you're going to do something. You're going to pick up a book, a devotional or something. You're going to read, start reading your Bible more. You're going to get into a small group. 
you're going to change something. You're going to do something a little bit differently to see results. In the same way, Peter is saying, if we want to love more, if we want to love deeper, if we want to be stretched to be more like Christ so that our love can grow, it's going to push us outside the bounds of our comfort zone. So he says, above all, stretch out, be stretched in your love for one another. To be stretched beyond what's comfortable. So the thing that comes to my mind when I think, what would it be to, to be stretched beyond the boundaries that I currently have for how I love? What would it look like to go outside my comfort zone? The thing that I think of is forgiveness. So the verse that Peter writes in 1 Peter 4, he's actually quoting an Old Testament proverb. Let me read it for you. Proverbs 10, verse 12. It says, Hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers all wrongs. So it sounds familiar, right? And what's going on in, in both of these passages, or I should say what's not going on, is not to say that we're excusing sin. That's not it at all. What we're saying is that when we love someone, we tend to overlook faults. We accept their faults. We, we move past their little offenses. That's just part of, of loving someone. So I'll give you an example. Like if you, let's say you're, you get a phone call from the school. Your kid is in trouble. And it's not just your kid, it's your kid and the neighbor kid, and they both got in trouble, and they both got in trouble for the same thing. They were lying. What's your initial reaction? Well, about the neighbor kid, you're going to be like, that Timmy, I knew it. He's a bad seed. He's not coming around here anymore. Our kids aren't hanging out with them anymore. They're always lying, getting in trouble. But about your kid, the principal's like, your kid was lying. You're like, Oh, he just has such a good imagination. He likes to tell stories. It's not lying. We encourage that, right? That's what we do. That's not bad. In fact, that's good. We're not excusing sin, but that is the effect of love. So uh, last week, um, Nicole, my wife Nicole and I, so we're renovating our house. If you ever want to test a relationship, renovate a house that you're living in. So we're renovating our house, and we were just finishing up our, we, we put new tile in our, our kitchen and our, our laundry room and stuff. And so we're just finishing up that project. And I was so tired of crawling around on the floor, and my back hurt, and my shoulders hurt, and I was just frustrated. And I kind of lost it for a second, and I got a, like, I made some snippy, sort of snarky comments to my wife, okay? Now, look, I know you've never done anything like that before. You're just going to have to trust me that in some people's homes, this kind of thing happens. So I make, I make these smart remarks, and, and I was down on the floor, and I look over my shoulder, and she's literally standing there holding one of those rubber mallets that you hit the towel with. <laughs> I mean, she should have just whacked me with that thing. But so I, like, I, I stopped, like, I apologized. And she 
allowed me to move on. She forgave me. Why? Because that's what love does. She knew I was just mad about the floor and I was frustrated and my body hurt and I was tired of working on this thing. And so she forgave me for that and, and we moved on. That's, that's what love does. It covers a multitude of sins. But that's hard, right? Like that's, that stretches us beyond what we're comfortable with because when we're hurt, we, we want things made right. We want vengeance. We want justice. We want to win. So the idea of, of just letting something go, moving on, that stretches us. That's love forcing us outside where we're comfortable. But I think it's through this lens, through looking at, at love this way, that we can come to a passage like, like 1 Corinthians 13. And, and this is so much more than some Bible verse we're supposed to read it at weddings. This is about love. But maybe we can come to it and really understand it for the first time because it says things like love is patient. Well, I, I'm not patient. I want what I want now. So that's going to stretch me. And it says that love is kind. Well, when I'm hurt, I don't want to be kind. I'm mad and it stings. It says that love is not proud. All right, so this love thing is going to require some humility. And sometimes humility feels humiliating. That's going to push me. It says that love keeps... No record of wrongs. Oh. So, if I say I love someone, then I have to stop bringing up what they said in that argument six months ago. If I love my parents, I have to forgive them for the way that they treated me. You're saying if I love, then I have to tear up that score sheet of wrongs that I've been holding on to. That's hard. Because you're looking at it and you're like, I'm winning on this score sheet, okay? I don't want to tear that thing up. This is, this is my vengeance. This is my justice. Man, this is going to stretch me outside of my comfort zone. I'm not here to tell you exactly what it looks like for you to be stretched in how you love. I don't know your heart. You do. God does. That's a conversation you have to have with him. But what I am telling you is that Peter is saying, wherever you are, I'm challenging you to love deeper. I'm pushing on you to, to go outside the boundaries of your comfort zone, to be stretched in how you love. And it's going to pull. And it's going to strain a little bit. And again, we're not excusing sin Sin is a huge deal. Sin got Jesus nailed to a cross. But even that picture is love being extended beyond the boundaries of comfortable. So Jesus, the night before he would be arrested and go to the cross, he's in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he's praying. He's just begging God, like, God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go through the agony. I don't want to go through the embarrassment. God, I don't want these guys to win. This isn't fair. This isn't right. 
okay, okay, stretch me beyond the boundaries. Grow my love. And the next day, his, that love would be literally stretched out on a cross, and Jesus would die for your sins and for mine. And Christ's love didn't just cover a multitude of sins. It covers all sin, past, present, and future. We're going to witness that, a celebration of that in baptism this morning. And maybe you're here today, or maybe you've been around for the last couple weeks, and you're going, this, this is new to me. This is the first I've heard of this. This is the first I've, maybe you've heard it, but you go, now I'm feeling it. I'm experiencing. I know what it means, this love, that, that this Jesus would die for me to forgive my sins and he would come back to life three days later to give me eternal life. You can have that today. We can have that today. All Jesus says is believe in me. But for the rest of us, only you can answer this. Does your love need to be stretched? Does it need to be pulled deeper? Is there some forgiveness that needs to take place. And I'm not saying forget the past. I'm not saying excuse sin. I'm not saying don't set up reasonable boundaries in your life to protect yourself from getting hurt again. I'm talking about the grudge that you're holding on to. See, right now it's not even about the person that hurts you. I'm talking about you and the grudge that you're holding on to, and it's killing you. And between you and me, some of you have been hurt so bad, I don't blame you for having a grudge. I'm here to validate your pain. Hurt hurts. It's real. That's why we call it hurt. But the thing about forgiveness is that Jesus died for the sins of all the world. And so we got to ask ourselves, who am I to hold a grudge for something that Jesus already died for. Like I don't have the power or the authority to nail somebody to the wall over and over and over again when Jesus already died for that person and for that very sin that I keep pointing my finger at them for. So I want to leave you thinking about forgiveness and loving beyond your comfort zone and being stretched out and it's hard and it's scary. But here's the deal. You can do this. You can. But with God's help, it's going to take some humility on your part. With God's help and the power of the Holy Spirit, you can grow. You can be stretched in your love. You can forgive. You can love beyond the boundaries of your comfort zone. Let me read it for you one more time. Above all, love each other deeply. Stretch out your love for each other. Why? Because love covers over a multitude of sins. Pray with me. God, you know the hearts of each one of us. Everyone here today, everyone watching online, you know our pain. And God, for many of us, most of us, all of us, we have been hurt in 
very painful ways. And the truth is, Lord, even bringing up forgiveness, even the word forgiveness rips off the scab of an old wound. God, we need your help to forgive. Holy Spirit, we need your patience and your gentleness in our heart to forgive. Jesus, thank you that you forgive us. Thank you that you went beyond the bounds of what was comfortable to die on a cross for us, to forgive us of all our sins, past, present, and future. Help us today to forgive like you forgive, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen.